good. Oh, that's not Bibi. That's just that's the ice cream up was Discord. Oh my god. Ah, no, I was about to say uh, good morning. Fuck. That balls up. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Nothing to see here. Good morning. Wait. Wait. Something doesn't feel right. Oh, it's the fact that it's pretty much evening. Hey, it's it's one minute past uh, four. Good morning ish. Good afternoon-ish, yes. good evening-ish. Where are we now? I don't know. Somewhere like that. It's Early evening-ish. Yeah, I mean, it's 10 a.m. somewhere, right? As, as someone always says. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. So we are live with our first scoop of the week. We usually go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single week. They bring you the best, the biggest, the best, and breaking stories in the world of video games. And today we're a little bit late, but it's just it's one of those things. It's a busy old month. Expect uh, a bit of this over the next few weeks as we build up towards mm-hmm. not only the ICU community meetup at the end of this week, which is going to be exciting, uh, but also... Gamescom, which is a big, big month for us, not just in terms of content-wise. Last Gamescom, we did watch-alongs and things like that, but um, also uh, we work in the video games industry and, and video games events are back. So a number of our team will be flying out to Cologne to be a part of that, including me. So so content mm-hmm. over the next month will be stretched as we gear up for Gamescom and then stretched even more as we lose half the mandem. Uh, whilst we're at Gamescom. Although, Bibby, I mean, it, it, he will hopefully be able to loop me in live from Gamescom. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that as we go. <laughs> but, uh, but that's a whole different conversation that's weeks away. For now, though, we are here to talk about video games as this is the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say, our, uh, say so ourselves, even. Nice words. Just miss a few out, Graham. Yeah, that speeds it up. Let's get it going. As, if we do say ourselves. <laughs> so, mm. okay, no. Next. Anyway, we are here to give you our thoughts and our impressions, as mentioned, on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games. But it's not just about our thoughts and impressions. We want to hear your thoughts and impressions and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're in the stream, please do feel free to get involved. We are live right now, just like we are each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish. <laughs> uh, on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Uh, so yeah, please feel free to get involved. If you are in the stream, even though it's not quite 10 a.m., it, it's important that you do get involved because we turn the live stream into a podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So there's lots of places where over 130,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand. So please do feel free to get involved on behalf of those beautiful people. Before we jump into the news, a couple of things. I've mentioned one of them. It's the community meetup this weekend. Mm-hmm. If you are coming to ICU HQ, we can't wait to see you. If you're not coming, don't worry. Don't worry, it's fine. We will have a live stream, so you'll be able to see me, Babe, and a number of the guests from the event live from our studio. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully you will get... Uh, if not, I mean, we can't give you the entire atmosphere. Well, hopefully it's a good atmosphere at first. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what that West's like. Yeah, damn. Ooh. Hopefully we can we can bring you a little taste. Not, not literally, because other people will be tasting plenty of things, but hopefully we can bring you a taste of the atmosphere just that we will have there. If you can't make it, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll bring you some form of a show. Um, as well as that, exclamation mark PUBG RR in the chat. We are... Almost at the precipice of our PUBG RR broadcast content. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the summit was just over a week ago. We had the Royal Rumble event live from our studio. It was fantastic. You guys ensured that we earned over 155,000 views on that one stream alone, which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. Um, but to mention as well, uh, on top of that, we are just about to announce who has won the final headsets that's one for the highlight of the tournament and one Mm -hmm. for someone that has got involved with following and retweeting we just need to do one little bit after this stream where we we clip a little bit of content we'll put it into a social post and depending on when that's done we will share that today tomorrow ish Uh, after that we'll full-on jump into prize distribution mode. This is bullshit. Rigged. <laughs> this is bullshit. Rigged. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, so we'll, we've got the insert coin vouchers for the four people that got the first kills of the day. We'll send those out. I mean, I'm got, I'll probably send those today to make sure those are gone. Um, and in people's hands, we will order the headsets once we've announced the highlight of the tournament. That could take anywhere between a few days to a few weeks, depending on Astro's international lead time. So people who have won headsets and stuff, they should be with you in, within a few weeks. Uh, we've already ordered four of the five GTA Maker chairs for Team Nacho, so hopefully they land in people's uh, houses soon. If not, it'll be just whenever the fifth one comes. I'm just waiting for GTA Maker to confirm whether we can order four and then the fifth one later on, or whether we have to wait for the fifth one. And then the other one is the cash prize monies. Once we've got the monies Mm -hmm. in, we'll send the monies out. Simple as that. So anyone that is waiting for updates, we have mentioned that a few times over the last couple of weeks, uh, last week, but we will keep mentioning that until everything is gone. Prizes are in flux. 
but in progress. So uh, once again, thank you for everyone that took part in that. Mr. Bib. Yes. We? Hello, Graham. Uh, how are we doing? How are you feeling on this bright and early Monday morning? <laughs> Refreshed after my waking up from my night's sleep uh, only a, a solitary hour ago, Graham. <laughs> yeah, same, same. But different, <laughs> but still same. Uh, so we are here. We'll try to keep the pace going on this one because we are quite late. Um, and basically the only reason we're doing it is because Gaming Nacho asked, do you know, if you can't do a scoop at all, can you just do a 10-minute one? And even if you don't put it on YouTube, just send it to me so I've got something to listen to later <laughs> on. So that's the reason we're doing this. So, yeah, we will fly through the podcast. We have a few stories for you today. They cover the fact that EA reveals FIFA 23's match day experience, which gives you more realistic crowds and more. Oosh. Mm. Nice. Um, as well as that, uh, we will talk about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta coming out next month, including a Grand Prix map. Nice. Uh, I also, I'm, I'm not going to tell it you now, but the tagline on that article is exceptional. It's definitely worth the wait. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very quick. Blink and you'll miss it, but it's worth it. Um, then we jump into some PUBG news. Well, no, we don't. We don't, but we jump into something close to PUBG. PUBG Dev is creating an ambitious new fantasy game based upon a Korean novel, The Bird that drinks tears expect gripping immersive and poignant stories then we'll talk about the xbox series s which was a story that we uh, moved from last week into this week and then we will finish up with ubisoft talking about a game that baby played just yesterday on stream nice relevant news you love to see it Let's relevant go. Uh, before we jump into the news, Tito says, thankfully, the app notifications came up, seeing, I, uh, seeing as I can't see Twitter. I apologize to all the alarmers I've offended <laughs> out there. What have you been doing, Twitter? Uh, Twitter, Tito? Bibby says that you've been... Have you been windmilling on Twitter again? Mm -hmm. God's sake. That is what I said. Um, timeless, Tenny-ish. Nice. How are we doing, Timeless? Uh, good pre-evening. I'm washing my beard, unfortunately. <laughs> No. What, is it unfortunate that you have to wash it. What do you like? Do you like that? Do you like being stank? Is that is, is that what we're saying? Loves it. <laughs> Loves it. Uh, you did amazing. No, you did amazing. How are you doing, Ads? Um, Ads says also my prize uh, prize arrived today. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Ads. That's not it entirely. We still have an esports jersey to order for you, but um, there could be still some time away yet. So we will reach out to you in due course to um, sort that out for you because they can be customised with names and numbers and stuff. We have a bunch of those to order. So they are still on back order. But rather than making you wait for your eSports jersey, we just sent you bits now. So you've got your uh, your uh, bits to get going with. So GG's, let's go. Um, but still no Pro Clubs crossplay, the bastards. Uh, FIFA 23 Pro Clubs just revealed. What? 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 Mm. Me and Bib, don't call us pro clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Just pros, that's all. We don't need the clubs, but it's fine. Nah, okay, we'll jump into some news. Okay, talking about FIFA. Should we talk about FIFA, Bib? Should we do some FIFA talks? Do you know what? It feels like it's been like a week since we've talked about FIFA, so I think it's time. Well, let's do it then. Let's talk about FIFA. Jordan Midler at VGC has the first story. It says, EA reveals 23 match to experience more realistic crowds and more. Post-gold sound effects now include sirens, buzzers, and more. It's like being in Salford. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh no! Uh, so EA has unveiled the new match day experience that's coming to FIFA 23. Hyper motion replays, the pre-match build-up, and mm -hmm. more have all received an update. For the first time in the series, female officials will make their presence known in Ultimate Team, Pro Clubs, and single-player modes. EA has said that, quote, new audio will build the energy and anticipation ahead of the biggest games, lifting the match atmosphere and drama of the title clashes, six-pointers, cup finals, and more, end quote. New augmented reality replays and overlays will provide a more stylish display of data in-game, such as expected goals, shots on target, and passing percentages. Crowds have also received a makeover with high levels of detail and a more diverse pool of character models to populate arenas. The in-game camera has also been updated with aims to replicate a TV broadcast with shallow depth of field and smooth animation. Players can now listen to in-game music during matches rather than commentary, and a whole host of new post-goal effects have been added such as sirens, buzzers, animal noises, and more. <laughs> Great. Just what you want. I, I, I had to pause for a split second then. I was like, what? Sirens? Yes. Buzzers? Yes. 
I mean, what, I love the fact that animal noises doesn't even fit within the more. No. <laughs> sirens, buzzers, animal noises, and more, which suggests there's probably quite a few animals to choose from. <laughs> a bit partial to a horse on mine, actually. I love one of those, thank you. So EA recently announced that FIFA 23 will be released on September 30th. Okay, we can leave that. We don't need to go through when it's released. What we can go through, though, is the fact that it's going to be a re- more realistic <laughs> match day experience. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, hey, what are your thoughts? <laughs> How many stadiums are next to a farm? Like, what's going on with that in terms of the animal noises? But this all sounds great, but I still feel like it's missing something that's going to make it stand out. Like, I know for a fact there'll be people that are listening to this that will be that's that the same people that are obviously in our Discord that talk about football games religiously. They'll just say it's a copy and paste of 2021 now 2022 and now obviously going into 2023 it's going to be a copy and paste with a few fine tunes and i still think it will have something new ish to it like the different camera angles of the stadiums i still can't find a a football game that does that better than the mods that we have been playing on pez 2020 and pez 2021 like having the community dig into the files to then go okay put this any file into your uh, Pez folder and what it'll do is when you're playing at the Emirates the camera will be higher up when you're playing at Craven Cottage the camera will be quite low and close to the pitch you're playing at the Etihad it'll be on the second tier so that you you can kind of see the entire pitch but it's just close enough to be able to focus on the action areas like all of that stuff doesn't get done in video games it's always a one size fits all and I'm still trying to find a football game that from the developer's standpoint do that fresh out of the box so you don't have to have these files and these mods to be put in your game to have that full experience. Now, I'm obviously talking about it from an offline perspective, which most of the stuff that they've included on this is probably going to be aimed towards the offline community, which is great from a career mode standpoint. But from the foot standpoint, there's obviously going to be so much more added to it, um, which isn't the kind of thing that I tend to play a lot of. So that's almost irrelevant. but. It's a step in the right direction. Again, I'm still yet to find something that goes as in-depth. And it's always going to be the same where the community come in clutch and add stuff to the games that we love and adore and make them better because <laughs> seemingly you can have 40 different community members working on one particular tweak, like the camera angles, for instance. I know the people, there's like two people that do that in their own time rather than it just be the, the people who are developers just focusing on one particular thing for, I don't know, maybe a week. Um, more hands-on deck is essentially what I'm saying from the community standpoint. They can add more features because there is more people that are willing to be able to do that off their own back rather than obviously a dev team that may have 200 people on there, but there might be a 1,000 community members doing their bit. It's it's difficult to try and replicate that kind of thing, but I'm still waiting for those kind of match day experiences that I'm getting in other football games that I'm yet to see in a FIFA series. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that's that's the thing as well. There's all sorts of other things that come into this from a, a developmental point of... Um, usually, the, the key thing is... I mean, it used to be back in the day, going gold, but that's irrelevant now because it's all live service online and whatever. But launch. Yeah. Launch is what we'll go for. That, it, or deadlines, it, more uh, realistically. That is the problem, is we could spend ages making it so that mm. we can have things that allow you to move cameras around and make it so that the camera yeah. angle sits in the right place for each stadium, not just 100 feet up in the air looking down at a 45-degree angle or whatever. Not that, that any stadium will have that because that would look fucking horrible. <laughs> but still, uh, you get what I'm saying. So, like, but building in all of those, like, tweaks requires time and is that a major thing like there was there was something that i actually saw last week on on fifa 23 which was and i take it with a pinch just like you take anything with a pinch yeah uh but it was someone who apparently was a a content creator and i think he was in the old game changers um it might have even been shared now discord someone might have shared Mm. the discord i can't remember um so it was one of the old game changers or he met some of the team or he knew some of the development team from Vancouver and mm. using all of their little bits of information weave together what he put out as an understanding that FIFA classifies just like most games do bugs as being game breaking right down to yeah. oh, oh that's kind of you, you probably won't even notice it and it doesn't really break anything but we should fix it ideally but it doesn't matter if we don't 
Um, and then they kind of like have multiple levels going down the way through it. And the stuff at the bottom, like the bottom two or three levels, they might go, yeah, okay, we don't really have time for that once we get past a certain point that's close to launch. Anything above that, we will focus on. So if you've got shit bugs that just get forgotten, they get it's effectively incorporated into the game once it's out and they're rolling and they go, sorry, we'll, we'll try fix that next year. Um, but more often than not, they get forgotten and then just get incorporated into next year's game and then the next year's game and the next year's game. So mm. eventually you end up with this big buggy mess. That is an oversimplified way of uh, explaining that. I'm not a video game developer, but I know that <laughs> that is not how. Really? Uh, I don't know. Not entirely. Uh, that is not how it works ad nauseum. You can't just go that video game developers go, well, look, last year's game was great. What else shall we do this year? And they just don't, they don't forget the bugs that were there. Mm. It, it will just be a case of the same thing probably happens again. The bottom three uh, rungs, which are stuff that you can play around, are less important to the uh, than the fact that we've just added a new weather engine that suddenly makes everyone just just go see through or something like that because that's game breaking. So so okay, we'll fix that shit and and the other stuff, be it a hypermotion tech or whatever uh, marketing jargon phrase they're gonna add in, they'll fix that stuff and then if they get time to it, they'll come back and they'll fix the little bits that that were there last mm. year and the year before and the year before. More often than not, no. Okay, well, eventually they'll get to the point where they fix it, or they'll just reshuffle the engine and go again. And all the all the crap that was bugging that engine for years, quite literally, uh, no pun intended, will um, <laughs> will be gone because we'll jump over to Frostbite 2.0, 3.0, 7.0, whatever, whatever it is. And then that way the bug's gone because everything's gone and they've got to start again. Mm. So, yeah, anyway, w winding that back in, they've added a bunch of cool little things into this. And I, th I feel like this is where... Um, there, there is two significantly different audiences in this. There are well, this probably you could probably break that cookie down multiple more levels than that. There are the people that play football games, and then there are people that play video games or football mm -hmm. sims. And the people that play football games are people that go, ah, oh, when I'm not playing football, I want to play some football games when I'm at home. And they probably don't take it. It, it for them, it's not that deep. Okay, mm -hmm. it looks like United, sounds like United, it's United. It looks like City, it sounds like City, it's City. Bosh, job's good. It doesn't say your Man Blues or your Merseyside Reds or, or Liverpool Red as they are now. It doesn't say that on it anymore. So, yeah, that's fine. That'll, that'll do for me. But then you'll get people that are video game people or people that, for them, it is that deep that will look into it and they'll be like, yeah, but there were so many little things that were there last year that needed to be worked on. And, and that comes back to where we talk about video games we on ice cream uploads are the 10 percent. we are on the internet in our bedrooms talking about video games we <laughs> whether we like it or not are nerds we are video yep. game online nerds so we take this shit quite seriously so we are the people that want things to be better that want that thing to be tweaked and some of that filters into the mainstream definitely does filters down to mm -hmm. into the big crowd but not all of it most people are just happy for that little bit of escapism that yeah. some people for them it might be three four hours a week so I don't even have enough time to notice the bugs and stuff so mm -hmm. um, looking in the chat I see it adds with comments like it's literally FIFA 22.5 to you it is mm -hmm. but to a massive amount of people it isn't and that's the thing where we need to understand the difference is someone with massive influence like that YouTube content creator could put a thread out that thousands of people will kick off about but for every one of those thousands of people, there is probably millions of other people that will just go, I'll buy that game without any asking any questions. So, yeah, sold. So it could be FIFA 22.5, but for the majority of people, it's probably going to be a, a scalable, really good upgrade, yeah. which is where I always fall back in. For anyone that's seen me in the Discord, I am I can be, I can, I'm, I'm happy to wield my, not ban hammer, I've never banned anyone apart from, how is everyone? <laughs> I was ever no, okay. If anyone knows in the Discord, you know. Uh, mm. But I will happily wield my delete hammer because I don't have time for people that have been playing games for years and years and years and can't manage their own entertainment from within a game. So if FIFA has unveiled a new match day experience, which sounds okay on the surface, sounds pretty good, and you're not happy with it. Don't play it. <laughs> you mm. are in charge of your own fate. Do not buy it. 
go away. Go play something else. Uh, yeah, it's 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 that simple for me. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. It's it's like I know from experience when you when we like when we posted the pest stuff, and I'll always go back to it because I still think the way that players twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one were perceived in terms of how what you can put into that game to try and make it look as as close to realistic as possible. Like I've just seen that Knights released at a ninety minute realism video on YouTube for PES twenty twenty one. Like that's how in depth you can be on it. You can watch someone who spent ninety minutes putting together a video to show you how realistic and uh, the game can look compared to real life and what you can do to try and uh, make it as as easy as that. It is quite difficult and time-consuming to be able to put all of these mods in. But when we used to post our clips of Masters of the League, people were replying to us going, how do you put the scoreboards in? How do you put the overlays in? What camera angle are you using? So people used to come into the chat and ask those kind of things. So people aren't aware that these types of things are available, and they are the 90%. They are the people who are going through Evo Web or uh, whichever of the... Uh, your preferred shall we say, has websites to be able to show for. Manager. It's that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm, Why I'm, is he holding a Starbucks cup? Yeah. Like, these fucking, things. How's he got an Asus ROG laptop there? What the fuck? Yeah, of course yeah. I would like one of those. It's, it's people so, that just want tweaky, gimmicky graphics and stuff. So. Absolutely. And that is 90%. And it's it's good that a lot of these community <laughs> members are creating these assets as well as for their to, own time. I have to something very, very important out, by the Go way. But you said night there. I'm assuming you're referring to night MD. Uh, yes uh, fun fact he's actually not an md he's not a, a, a doctor of medicine at all so that's false <laughs> advertising so so how can you take how can you take the words of anyone who who proclaims that actually i don't know he could be a doctor of medicine for all i know what the fuck do mm. i know so anyway mm. sorry Back on, back on the tree, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like being able to put stuff that like the, those people are going in and looking at it and going, oh my God, that's amazing. They are genuinely 90%. The 10% are the people who are trying to put that in there and showcasing it to other people. That's the that's the difficulty of trying to break through to the mainstream because the mainstream is the mainstream. It defines itself. But what we're doing isn't necessarily the name, mainstream because it's not fresh out of the box. And that's the experience that people want, the experience that other people are having with no time, uh, with, with the very simplicity... Uh, simplistic is the word I'm looking for. The very simplistic way of being able to play those games, and I feel like FIFA are making steps with this. What we've just been through, I'm making steps towards that match day experience. It's just I don't think we'll ever get a game that comes close to a modded version of the game that we've been playing for a lot the longest time now. Yeah, like like there's all sorts of shit that that probably isn't included because it's. I don't want to use the word ugly, but I'll go with it. It's not really one. When I say ugly elements of the game, you think the, the fouls and shit like that. But but ugly is in like untidy. Think of what like what you've seen clips of a couple of Batadores semi final uh, South American football. You've got fucking streamers. You've got banners. You've got flares. There's bits of rubbish littering mm-hmm. on the pitch and all that sort of shit. Atmosphere. At, that's it. You don't need any other words to add, describe it. That is just atmosphere. Um, yeah. And how can you put that in a football game? that isn't going to get in the way of someone's playing visual experience. All of a sudden, all of those flares and streamers and smoke that are in the stadium just need to disappear as soon as you kick off. I can't see it. There's fucking random bits of smoke and bits and shit in front of my screen. I've lost, oh, so I've lost because I couldn't see because fucking someone else's <laughs> flares. So like, it's, it is difficult like to rep- replicate something that is purely, not purely, but so heavily emotively based. That will always be difficult. And what's, what's, what is the match day experience? What's your match day experience? For some people, it's prawn sandwiches. For from other people, it's I'm going to get there just in time, legging it up the stairs with a with a, <laughs> with a dirty burger from a van, and I've had to leave my bottle of coke downstairs unless I wanted to take the lid off and run in without a lid on it because I'm not. Oh, the fuck! Everyone's match day experience is different, so that sort of stuff is always difficult. Um, Tito did have a good comment in the chat though. It says there are some interesting changes at the moment, not enough to make me want to buy it, but I'll see what happens when it comes out. As football game fans, we're all, all, we are well aware most versions are slight variations of the same game mm-hmm. it's up to us as customers to decide if it's worth an investment and that's the key thing for me is people liked fifa 21 22 23 some people didn't but people did financially people liked it there is no arguing that it did well uh and as long as people continue to like it in all the varying forms of actually liking it as in playing it for the whole year mm-hmm. or spending money in then people will continue to try and iterate on a successful formula so it makes sense that the that the game that a lot of people proceeded to dislike but then played for nine months until the new one came out 
like they were like, oh well, you, you said you disliked it, but you kept playing it, so we thought you liked it, so we made it again. <laughs> so, so that makes sense. That makes sense. They are iterating on a game there. I do agree with the last bit though. It's up to you to decide if it's worth an investment, which is where my mantra comes in from from the Discord sections it, uh, on specific games in our server. I am very much happy to delete uh, a, a FIFA uh, channel if it if it if it just is negative if it's just toxic i am very happy to delete a PUBG one or a, a eFootball one whatever they don't have to be there those channels mm-hmm. exist in our uh discord so people can share thoughts when it gets to the point where people are disliking a game if you dislike something don't do it if it when the fun stops stop that's not gambling only that's fucking games and stuff if you're not enjoying mm-hmm. it okay wusa step away control your own self uh and yeah. that, that's where i'm happy enough to delete those channels not because it feeds into toxic behavior it just stops the toxic mm-hmm. behavior from ruining other people's potential fun and that's the thing with those things i don't want to to mod our channels to that extent i would rather mm-hmm. them not be there than need to be modded because video games and not evolving fast enough is a subjective experience and if other people are enjoying it then let them let them so yeah mm. yeah anyway uh after playing eFootball, i missed pest 21 and i hated pest 21 you hate pest 21 what the fuck uh uh Wish I had it on, I mean, it was a season update, I suppose. Uh, wish I had it on PC so I could mod it. Too bad Konami are already cracking down on mods for eFootball. Uh, even EA would likely admit it needs a rebuild from the ground up, but that's not realistic. Uh, we've seen the pain eFootball has gone through with that. Is it worth that pain to EA when it's making billions a year? I mean, it, it will be. It definitely will be worth that pain. It, it's one of those things that has to happen. Sometimes you have to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes that engine does need that upgrade, but it's a matter of how long can you get away with it. Um, and if they can make marketable upgrades, then they will continue to do that. And if if there are new technologies, so like plumbing in ray tracing and things like that, um, they might not have nailed that stuff down yet. So that could be ways that they visually make the game look better uh, for the next couple of years and so on. But yeah, it is a massive yeah. investment. Not only changing to a new gen, which they're already doing, incorporating crossplay, which they're doing ish. Uh, and <laughs> uh, it's still a big drop bollock, that by the way. Absolutely, absolutely, completely. On pro clubs, yeah. uh, for those of you that aren't uh, that aren't up to speed, they're not having pro, they're not having crossplay in pro clubs, which is the biggest drop bollock. I mean, not in terms of their finances, but in terms of bringing two communities together, i.e., PlayStation and Xbox. Like the amount of content and eyes, and eyes that would have been on anything that they did with that. I'll tell you why it's a drop bollock. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why it's a drop bollock. Go on. Because if they'd have had crossplay in there, then they'd have probably got Graham Day on Ice Cream Uploads playing their game a little bit more often. <laughs> uh, but now there's no crossplay in there and we can't get everyone from across yeah. the community in there, then I'm probably not going to play it unless we have another subathon or something like that. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Yeah, you've lost Shite. out on this. You've lost out on this, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cross, mate. So there you go. Uh, I think I've had more enjoyment for 22 because I haven't played it since 18. Could people just need to do this? Possibly. Uh, possibly. I mean, I've, I have admittedly taken steps away from football games. I think it's pretty obvious. What do I stream and play all the time? It's PUBG. I got mm-hmm. into my job because I was massively into football games. What I wanted from football games and what football games would give to me weren't necessarily the same thing so i i evolved where i could pick up my fun from uh so i keep my eye on football games i feckin love football and love the idea of football games i mean welcome to the stream 50 percent egg 50 percent shed you know it as barbecue man west yeah suck his hairies let's go <laughs> thank you very much to you know for the west it's been a while west west's kind of like me either he just doesn't want to interrupt with his command or he forgets it's there i always forget that i've got a command in like a nacho stream and it's like four hours in like, oh fuck yeah oh it's too late now. <laughs> i've been here for hours i'm not gonna do it now so hmm. yes there you go um where did we go lost it the discord is not a democracy it's a gray democracy i mean it, it is to be fair it is a democracy and it's not it's all it's also somewhere where i have to spend my time uh, other people are choosing to be here this is something that we need as part of it so it's something it's like your house is not a democracy and it shouldn't be 
the Discord, we want it to be a democracy of sorts, but it also needs to cater for specifically mine and baby's mental health. Uh, and if people mm-hmm. are just being toxic as fuck, then fuck democracy. I ain't got room for toxicity. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I, yeah, I agree. I want it to be democracy, but I also don't don't want shit. So so I'm mm-hmm. happy to just go. Poof, Get rid of that section. We don't need it anymore. We don't need a FIFA 22 section. If you want to talk about FIFA 22, you can do it in the tweets or just in other mm-hmm. elsewhere. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, FIFA 23 will be the first FIFA I don't buy, mostly because I'm an old gen and still haven't signed enough gameplay improvements. I'll wait for a sale. And that adds is you managing your expectations, which is the greatest thing you can do as a consumer. Do not yeah. vote, uh, vote with your wallet and, and choose to save your happiness and then jump in at a point when it does what you want. If you're jumping in knowing that it might not work on all gen consoles or it might not have upgrades that you want and so on, then you have done that knowing that, so therefore you have to live with those conf- uh, consequences. And if you're not doing that, then you've saved yourself from potential bullshit and that's where the freedom comes from you always hear those people that talk about living without the mobile phones or living without tv and stuff and once you get rid of those material possessions don't get me wrong i'm keeping my fucking mobile phones on my tvs i mean i'm sat in front of five monitors right now so (laughs) so so i like my material possessions but there is a little bit of a freedom i i remember playing uh pokemon go every day every day for four years and then get rid of it and suddenly i don't feel like when i go for a walk i can actually look up and enjoy the walk not try yeah. to catch, catch this pikachu that's not there anymore it's it's, it's gone cold turkey yeah exactly so it can, it can be good it can be good um that said video games are exceptional if you get out of them what you want or what you need out of them if if you're wanting it to give you something that's not there then then you're addicted good that addiction um evening west how we do we dude uh the one mode that needs it the most, RIP ICUFC. We'll be back. We'll be back. One day. <laughs> Same. Ted Foodie Nought would be all over crossplay pro clubs. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the fact that I can't have Tito carry me on a game for ch- for a change. That's the reason why I'm not playing pro clubs until Tito's in it. Until Tito's in ICUFC. Nope. We'll never see Goth FC now. I mean, we we, we kind of got a bit of Goth FC in the uh, summertime. We did get the Nietzsche win. Uh, cleared my shed out yesterday. Nice. Nice. Are we? Uh, are we? Are we? Is that because you've got time? The kids are around. No streams and stuff. Or are you uh, planning more shed streams? Or what's the crack? What's the crack? Sorry for interrupting mid floor. You've said that before. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, next story from <laughs> one, on. one game. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting mid floor. From one game that is quite quite successful and divides audiences to another. Let's talk about Call of Duty. This time, Modern Warfare 2 Beta is out next month, including a Grand Prix map. Tagline, arms race. Mm -hmm. I told you it was a good one. I told you it was a good one. Ed Nightingale at Eurogamer. Oh, GG. Nice. Uh, So the beta for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is set to arrive next month across PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, and will include a map on a Grand Prix track. Uh, The Marina Bay Grand Prix map is inspired by the Singapore F1 street circuit of the same name, but with a much darker tone, of course. The the open beta will take place across two weekends, with PlayStation players able to access the first exclusively. Uh, Here's a quick look at the playable Grand Prix map. Uh, Okay, we'll watch it. Potentially sensitive content loud noises because it's got guns and stuff so there you go i'll leave that on the screen now uh the playstation exclusive weekend is from the 18th to the 20th of september with early access available from the 16th for those who pre-order the game the following weekend will be open across all platforms from the 24th to the 26th of september again with an early access window from the 22nd to the 23rd uh let me hit pause whilst it's just it's rolling the beta will provide access to an advanced look into the game's multiplayer including maps modes weapons and other features according to the official website more details will be shared on a live stream on the 15th of september bib call of duty mm-hmm. thoughts i don't know if i want to go down this rabbit hole again of Call of Duty, I feel like I've come to my, I've come to the natural separation of my desire to play Call of Duty and my want uh, and my needs to play Call of Duty. I always feel like when a new one comes out, that's I, I have like a three or four week span where I just want to play Call of Duty, and then after that, I feel like that's my that I, I filled my boots for twelve months. One insert coin stream. That's it. We'll come back next next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just I don't have a desire to play it. Like Warzone doesn't interest me whatsoever. It's not a battle royale game that I want to get involved in. I, I can't be asshole in the maps. I can't be asshole in the metas. People will be dunking on me constantly because I've not I've been out of the loop for so long. It just is. I'm not interested in it. 
playing I I I loved playing Call of Duty for Search and Destroy. That was the only reason I played Call of Duty so much because I absolutely adore that game mode. Our team deathmatch, they're the two things that I get involved with. And then after four weeks of constantly playing it, I feel like I burn myself out. It's not like football manager that I can just play for 12 months, eight hours a day, no problems. Or maybe not to the degree of Fortnite is I can play that for four or five hours and not get bored of it. I don't know. I feel like I've come to a pass now with with Call of Duty. Do I want to get involved with it again? I do enjoy it when I play it. That's the that's the issue I have. It's booting it up. It's taking it's making the first step of opening up your your, your console menu, going to Call of Duty, pressing X on it, or A if you're playing it on a, on, on Xbox, and then getting involved with it. That's the first step, and I can never do that because I feel like there's all these other games that I want to play instead. And I don't know how genuinely they turn that around for me as a consumer. And that is where I am with Fortnite right now. Although I did buy Spider-Man yeah. yesterday. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Gosh, it. Gosh, uh, it. I told you it would be coming back. I told you it will be there. Yeah, yeah. And then I got the notification that it was there. I accidentally went in and bought it by accident. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Call, no, see, I'm, I, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Call of Duty is one of those games. Like when I was talking about taking a step away from football games, I can, you can see multiple genres that I've done that with. I've spoken about how I used to play a lot of racing games, and then I played it to the point where I've done everything. I don't really get anything new from it. I'll go away from that. I don't play racing games anymore. Um, football games, love football, love the idea. So, football games is one of the best social things ever playing football games particularly if you can get some form of couch co-op if it's digital uh like crub, uh, crubs crubs nice. <laughs> bit, bit of pro crubs let's go uh if you get some pro, pro clubs on yeah same thing nice um call of duty feeds into what i get from pubg pubg has given me it's evolved that for me call of duty doesn't quite give me that Call of Duty, because when I say Call of Duty, I mean multiplayer, team deathmatch, uh, headquarters, search and destroy, all that sort of stuff. The, the sort of like rinse and repeat five minute, 10 minute games. Okay, that was good. Fucking loved that shit. Uh, so a nice Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 with with TDM. I was always a TDM person. Um, mm -hmm. Particularly when I was playing with, with people I know. So we actually had comms and good team players. Nice. Uh, I, I, I'm up for that. I just wish... I wish Call of Duty wasn't so mainstream because it is. there is no game. We talked about this the other week, um, uh, last week, when we were talking about uh, PlayStation not happy that Microsoft are getting it and uh, saying that um, there is no game that has as much development. There isn't. Look at mm. how good it looks on every map, on every console. It looks great. Uh, look at how good it sounds when they invest time into bullet sounds and so on. It mm -hmm. sounds sounds pristine. It's just the super 105 mile an hour uh, hit marker, hit marker, hit marker, shields, redone shields, redone shields, extra shields, deployable shields, deployable cover, uh, healed again. Oh, body shields are back up and go again. It's like, for fuck. Mate, Apex is the worst for that. Oh, yeah, Apex is, oh, God. The the sound of you hitting the armor constantly, it's, at least, no, the, at it's least shocking. The, the shatter armor of the the armor, the breaking armor sound on Call of Duty is a little bit of a, you're almost there, keep going. <laughs> it's like, yeah. on Apex, it, I, I don't even know anymore. Did it break? I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just still alive. It's just still alive. <laughs> you genuinely have nightmares about it, but yeah, like, like you say, it, I know you're you're out of this as well, but do you have any idea what they? Because making a modern warfare is right up your street. But is that the kind of thing that wants to bring you back? Is that the when you turn it on, rather than doing your PUBG dailies or alongside your PUBG dailies, is that the what what is going to make you think? Okay, Call of Duty, I'm feeling a bit of that tonight. Is it rolling back the years of having three or four other people with you in a in some sort of comms that will, you know, bring you back? and want to be able to hop into some games. Like, what do they need to do, basically, to bring you back into playing uh, Call of Duty alongside your PUBG stuff? Well, I'm an old man now, so I am... PUBG does cater for me a little bit better in that sort of sense. I, I love the idea of jumping back into Call of Duty and jumping in with James and Martin, my mates who I'd usually play with, and anyone else that wants to jump in and just running some squads in Warzone. That would be great for me. It's just the fact that everything is so fast-paced because that's what people like. That's what's good to watch. Just yesterday, mm -hmm. I was watching clips of the LA Thieves winning uh, the, the COD League against was it Atlanta FaZe. Um, but even that was just like, I'm like, 
I've played a lot of Call of Duty. I've watched a lot of esports, and it's just like fast, super fast. And if you don't watch the if you don't watch the game at that level, uh, you can miss so much. And I've watched a lot, and, mm -hmm. and I miss uh, quite a bit, kind of thing. And that's what the gameplay is like at launch. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is fun. This is cool." But then after six months in, if you're not if you're not been playing it every day, it's just like no point. And I know PUBG's kind of there now, but if my mates out there. I probably won't have as much fun playing Warzone single player. I can have some good fun on PUBG because I can do some smoke distractions. Mm -hmm. I can fucking uh, do some full-on aggressive LMG plays off the back of a motorbike where I've just jumped onto the back seat to shoot people. And, and there's genuine skill gaps in there. Uh, and I don't feel like the same stuff exists in Call of Duty. So what could they do to bring me back? What they're doing. But give me something a little bit more in terms of more... How do I put it? Unwritten narrative. That's what that's what PUBG has. PUBG doesn't have a story, but it has a narrative that you write every time you go into that game, and you can choose to write it how you want. And I don't feel like you get the same variety in Warzone. Everyone's always running the same gun. Everyone's always watched a YouTube video to tell you what the current meta is, and everyone currently runs that meta, and that's the way it is. And even though that exists in Call of Duty, not everyone is running the ump. Sometimes you'll just get Panzerfaust to the face. Uh, yeah. Bibi runs around with an M16 with a 2X and fucking takes down full squads. Let's go, Bibi! Uh, yeah, well, it's a common weapon, isn't it? obviously, in PUBG and stuff like that. But I, I do agree with you. Having a loadout, a specific loadout that you can tink, uh, tinker with before you get into a game, and then when you find a crate, you can just dip in and get the best sniper rifle that's available to you because you've unlocked it readily and available. Like that takes out the RNG of the game. And I do believe that's what's probably turned me off from it because I know that it's not completely random. I know that if someone ends up getting to their crate early doors, you could buy the crate to bring it down and then be able to get whatever gun you want. That, that's another feature that turned me off it because there's no RNG. I, that's what I love about most Battle Royale games. They've got a ton of RNG in there for you to be able to, okay, if I land at the same place 14 times, the chance of me being able to find the exact same attachments, the exact same guns, a backpack right there, or some grenades, it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. They don't, it's, it's completely different every time you play it. And that's what you, you're saying about having a different narrative every single time you play it. That's what I like about PUBG. That's what I like about Fortnite. You won't, you can't jump onto the same place twice and find the exact same weapons. There's no way of you being able to find your perfect, get your gain, your perfect loadout either through money or getting onto somebody else's loadout. Like it just doesn't exist. Whereas it does in, in Call of Duty, and that's what that's what turns me off. Yeah, I mean, Warzone. There is, there is, there is. I mean, jumping into PUBG, there is arguments from from hardcore PUBG fans that have been playing it since day one that that'll be like. The loot is just so overpowered now compared to what it used to be. To, to make it more attractive to the general audience, loot is more available. Uh, like, usually, you can find, within a few minutes, you're in the game with a DMR. Maybe not the one, the one that you want with the scope that you want. Um, and an AR, once again, maybe not the one with all the attachments you want. But you've usually got something. You might have to run an SMG instead. Uh, but you can usually get something decent, whereas the original idea was that it was a proper fight for survival the issue was that people wanted to like okay i'm 10 minutes into this game and i've still got a fucking spatula whereas bibby is dressed like robocop down the street how is this fucking yeah. fair and in theory a, a couple of well-placed shots boom, 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 headshot is down fuck yeah but in reality it's probably not so they started to balance that out over time so i get that i get that but there still is the random stuff like for, for a lot of people having no grip and no com uh, compensator on it means that you're just going to be looking at the moon in one full spray Others, oh, well, I can still stick a 6X on it and, and destroy you at Lotus, looking at you, uh, who's in the chat, by the way. He, uh, Yanan, Yanan, goff, goff, five more sleeps. Woo, rat, ta, 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 ta. Weird, I thought I was doing a sub uh, resub message. <laughs> nice. uh, so, yeah, what they could do for me is what they're doing. I do like where Call of Duty is in terms of the way it looks, the way it plays, the weapon styles and stuff like that. But I say the way it plays as a more general feel, like like how the maps are designed, the style and, uh, and that. What I don't like is how how super long the TTK is, the time to kill. That is so mm -hmm. low on, on games like PUBG, and that is where my interest is. But once again, talking about 10%, that is, that is not the, the view of the mainstream. A lot of people in the mainstream don't want to get hit and die. They want to get hit go off heel, figure out where it came from and try to fight back so that they can stay in the fight for longer. Um, but they do have good stuff in there, like the respawn mechanics and stuff like that. I do feel like PUBG could be learning some stuff from that. But, but yeah, yeah. So I am interested. I would like to play it. I would definitely like to jump into Warzone. I mean, I, I have 
fucking Rambo, John McClane, and yeah. uh, Ghostface from Scream. And I've never used any of them. I bought them and then turned the game off. So <laughs> fuck's sake. I definitely want to give it just to use uh, it for that. Uh, okay, let me jump back up. Uh, we'll never see. Oh, I've got that one. We'll never see a Ghostface. Yeah. Video games are great, especially when Panzer brought to fist fights. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I actually messaged Franny this morning. As, as he told you, I don't know if you're still here, Mystic Mac. I actually messaged Franny this morning because I watched the PUBG report back and I genuinely thought, it, at first, I thought it was a joke. This is nice. I bought something for Franny as, as a bit of a joke off the back of it. And then when I went back and watched the PUBG report, fuck, it was salty. So I was like, actually... Are they joking? Are they, these guys are pissed. So I messaged him this morning about that actually. So, so yeah. No, it turns out it's, it's fine. It's just it was just just you just you just got on. That's all it was. Not you, obviously. Oh. No. Um, I, I've told by design, that. Graham. Tears are salty. So well, I suppose. Yes, but there is that big, big, big old cupful. Big old. I told him I'll play through. It's quite interesting because now I've watched his kill cam, like his. Uh, PUBG report feed. You can't actually watch mine because my stream was off. I was dead. However, uh, I saved the video because when I was in his stream, and I thought, oh, okay, okay, he's, he's, he's taking this a bit. A bit. So I, <laughs> say, I saved my video. And if you watch my video, you can see how you watch Franny's stream, we're a bunch of dicks. You watch my video, well, these guys are a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's amazing how it plays out from two completely different perspectives. Uh, but yeah, I'll show you that Wednesday. Uh, more shed action, hopefully. Nice, nice. Uh, Call of F1. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you can get one of those F1 cars as well. Shit, someone's shooting you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, he's gone. Uh, I love Ghost Recon. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all right, I suppose. I suppose. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one in a few minutes. I'm going to pick up the pace as we jump through some articles now so we can get to that, though. Uh, COD Gunfight is my jam. Uh, Bibby, it's Cross, not X. Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, Shut up. That's that's not that's not ever been tweeted by the official PlayStation account. Uh, tweeted by the official PlayStation accounts or anything. So it is. I know it's fucking mental. I mean, it makes sense because triangle is a shape, circle is a shape, square is a shape, X is a letter. It's like okay, well, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point because it, you don't say O, press O or zero. It's mm -hmm. fuck yeah okay fine fair enough it makes sense I understand what you're saying but fuck you I'm not taking the logic <laughs> but this yeah. time we'll we'll ignore the logic uh, it's like it's like GIF and GIF no no um, I'm an all, I, I'm awful at COD but I never tried to get better I just quit playing for weeks <laughs> <laughs> same uh, felt that yeah I need to play Fortnite again but got burnt out so wait in the next season um, I started but, playing well, this... it yesterday just so that I can get. Um, Harrison Ford. I want uh, not Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. I want Darth Vader. But it, I feel like the leveling up, leveling up was a bit slower this time. So maybe I won't get. Darth well, Vader. it was the last season as well. It's uh, it it does take a while to level up. But I think it. I think this season runs until September seventeenth. So we've got all, still got a long old time. It's nearly six weeks well, left like, of this season. Like level. 13-ish, something like that. I've still got a long way to go. I mean, I've got all the missions to do. I just jumped in yesterday mm -hmm. just to do the Indiana Jones ones. And then I had one, it was like, deal 500 damage whilst you're in or on a vehicle or something like that. And I was just yeah, like, yeah. I was like, that's, that's, that's a lot to do. That's something that'll be easier with someone else. So I just went, yeah, fuck that shit, I'll turn it off. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. I've had enough. Speaking mm -hmm. of had enough, uh, and speaking of PUBGs, by the way, let's jump, let's jump out of that story, we've had enough of that one. Let's jump into this one. Oh, discussing now still on the screen. Uh, PUBG dev is creating an ambitious new fantasy game based upon a Korean novel, The Bird That Drinks Tears. Expect gripping, immersive, and poignant stories. Written by Vicky Blake at Eurogamer. It says, PUBG developer Crafton has announced it's making a new game based upon the Korean fantasy book, The Bird That Drinks Tears. Crafton says it's an ambitious project that, quote, aims to bring the original fantasy universe of The Bird That Drinks Tears to life through its unique, refreshing fantasy races, beautiful, haunting landscapes, and gripping, immersive, and poignant stories. Uh, the Bird That Drinks Tears is a novel series that was created and written by Yong Do Lee, who is widely acknowledged as the pioneer of the Korean fantasy genre, Crafton explains. As one of the best-selling fantasy authors in Korea, with millions of copies sold, Mr. Lee is an exceptionally imaginative imaginative writer who builds elaborate worlds and fills them with complex characters. In the meantime, Crafton is drumming up interest and hopes to recruit top global talent to help it realise its ambition 
ambitious vision and join renowned concept artist Ian McKaig in bringing the project to life. At Crafton, our passion is telling thrilling and meaningful stories through the art of video games that the studio sets. From the personal unique stories of the battlegrounds to rich fantasy worlds to the dark and gritty horrors of space, we want to create worlds that push the boundaries of creativity and immersion. PUBG creator Crafton has announced it's entered a memorandum of understanding with Never Z, Never Z to develop a new Web 3.0 and, and NFT project. Great! <laughs> uh, do you know what? I'm going to stop there because I don't want to read anything more about NFTs. Do we need to say much there? PUBG is working on an ambitious new game. Crafton is. So they have PUBG. We're already getting the Callisto Protocol, and they're now working on The Bird That Drinks Tears, which is based upon a fantasy novel. So three very, very different games, all from Crafton. Nice to hear them uh, spreading spreading their... Uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Spreading their interests? Whatever. Nice. Anything else you want to say, or should we move ahead? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. We've got a long while to go, yeah, I imagine. So, yeah, we'll wait to see what comes out the other side of this one. Uh, okay, next story. Jordan Midler at VGC says, Microsoft is freeing up Xbox Series S memory to improve graphical performance. Xbox's new dev kit update says it frees hundreds of additional megabytes. So Microsoft has issued a new Xbox software dev kit to partners, which frees up hundreds of additional megabytes of memory for Series S gameplay, potentially to be reallocated to graphical performance. As spotted by The Verge, a new video that has been circulated to developers who receive the software claims it gives developers more control over memory, which can improve graphics performance or uh, in memory constrained conditions. The Xbox Series S is Microsoft's budget current-gen console, which runs the same titles compatible with a more powerful Series X, but typically at a lower 1080p resolution. Quote, we addressed an issue where graphics uh, virtual addresses were being allocated considerably slower than non-graphics virtual addresses. Yeah, same. I do that all the time, mate. <laughs> uh, continues the video. This will not allow... Uh, this will now allow the Xbox Series S to take advantage of Microsoft's advancements in memory management without negatively affecting graphics performance. Do you know, I'm going to stop there. We get the idea. They found more memory. They can use it, and things will look better. Is this good? <laughs> Thoughts, babe? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that, that's the thing, though. Like the, the Series S is seen as the budget system, which it absolutely is in the next gen, uh, next gen era. It's not quite got the specs of the PlayStation Five or the Series X, but it's a tasty little package machine for two hundred and fifty pounds. And the stuff that you can do to it is ridiculous. Now, if they're able to try and find a, a better way of having better graphics on this machine, I imagine it's probably going to be even harder to try and find one of these machines at this moment in time, or when that eventually does happen. Sorry, just change the title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Actually, I'll leave the title. I'll leave the title. I don't need to discard. We, by the time I've, I've finished this, we won't even need the title to be on screen, so we can move ahead. You know, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, this is a quirky little box that does so much more than it should do for the power that it ha for the cost that it has it has so much more mm -hmm. power so the fact that this is getting even more power for what is relatively a nominal fee in terms of video game consoles ggs ggs this is very yeah. good so so this for anyone playing on an Xbox Series S this is a big old win uh so expect big old dub. more freedom i mean it's funny how you see this usually this is the kind of thing that you see late on in console life so when playstation were looking at new ways to develop for the ps5 they figured out a bunch of ways to improve development for ps4s which is why we saw loading times on games like grand theft auto cut down by like 45 seconds which is mm -hmm. monumental on the same console not on the next gen console but on the same generation um that stuff usually comes later on in the generation so we're only we're we're, we're pretty much on day one still i know we're, we're two years yeah. into it now but but not everyone has one so if they can free up space to improve graphical performance already great moves great moves um, it does kind of make me excited to see what kind of things we will have coming forward because it's development is it's it's just all problem solving okay we mm -hmm. have a finite amount of memory to do a game okay we can do it but it's not great if we had more memory it would be better okay well we don't have more memory then you either get two options you get the better version of a console that has more memory or you find ways to work around it and developers always find a way Nietzsche finds a way to quote Jurassic mm. Park and, and there we go and so it's, it's interesting to see how they learn to build within the confines of that environment over a generation so if we're getting good steps forward now then that's that's going to be a pretty great sign not just for Series S but for Series X users for the next five years plus so nice uh, speaking about users for the next five years plus uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands it might 
not be the greatest five years for you. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Sean Murray at the game has this article that says Ubisoft doesn't know when Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands servers will be fixed. Server issues have prevented players from playing online. So Ubisoft still doesn't know when server connectivity issues plaguing Ghost Recon Wildlands will end, according to the official Ubisoft support account. For the past several days... Oh, my God. We always get this advert of fucking Amaranth farting in a jar. It's just disappeared. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, for the past several days, players haven't, uh, players haven't been able to connect. Yeah, see there again. Go fuck off. <laughs> players ha and it goes back down there again. Fuck off. <laughs> for the past several days, players haven't been able to connect to Ghost Recon Wildlands servers in order to play with friends. Ubisoft first confirmed the issue on August the 4th, noting, quote, an issue affecting connectivity and that their teams are working to get this resolved as soon as possible. As of today, Wildlands is still suffering from those issues. A fan asked on Twitter when the servers will return to working order and a Ubisoft support spokesperson said they didn't know when everything will end. We don't currently have an estimate for when the connectivity issues in Breakpoint will be resolved, wrote Ubisoft. However, as soon as we do have any updates regarding the situation, they will be posted on our social pages. Uh, pages. Ubisoft later clarified uh, that they meant to say Wildlands, not Breakpoint. Yikes. Honestly, figure out mm. which game you're talking about. <laughs> uh, first released in 2017, Ghost Recon Wildlands went on to become one of Ubisoft's most successful titles, uh, titles with 15 million players as of 2019. The game still has thousands of players on Steam and many more on consoles. However, Ubisoft announced support for both Wildlands and Breakpoint was discontinued in April. The service for both games would be maintained, but it's clear that resources have been reallocated to other projects. One of the projects could be the all-new Ghost Recon game codenamed Over. Uh, the game has reportedly been in development for just over a year. Nice. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I did. Okay. We'll 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 leave the there. We don't need to know about other BRE stuff coming forward or whatever. Yeah. But Ubisoft has a game. They have quite a few games. Yes. But one specifically is called Ghost Recon Wildlands, and it's just joyously hits Xbox Game Pass for everyone to play. Ish. Bit. Yes. React. Yes. So I finally got round to playing this. I think as I was discussing it originally on Thursday uh, in our Discord, and then obviously we streamed it yesterday for a couple of hours too. And it's a game that I've been waiting to be able to play for a long time. And it's not as if I was waiting for it to come onto Game Pass. Genuinely, I haven't. But I'm glad that it has because I I wouldn't have paid for it <laughs> because I've got too many games that I have played for paid for that I've still not got round to playing uh, playing. So this has come out. It's on Game Pass. I'm able to play it. And believe me when I say this, it's such a fun game. It's easy to see how this got caught up with everyone and how well, how much people enjoyed it. And then what came out with Breakpoint and people go, it's not quite as good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they, they could have taken the best elements of Wildlands and expanded on it, but it seems like they've regressed. Again, I haven't played Breakpoint. This is just word of mouth. Um, so I won't give a full detail on it until I played it myself. And then, you know, actually, yeah, Wildlands is a hell of a lot better. But for all intents and purposes, Wildlands is a fantastic, fantastic game. If you do have Game Pass, I do encourage you to go ahead and download it. We'll play together or not in this instance because it looks like the servers have gone down and they don't know when it's going to be fixed, which leads me to think that is probably not going to be coming back, which is bizarre considering a brand new audience has got all this game with it being on a game pass, you'd think that they would probably put the servers back on um, and reactivate them if they had gone down previously. But it seemed to have gone onto, uh, onto game pass at the very same time the servers have gone off. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, or I that's just like... something that they haven't been able to tie together. Yeah. I feel like for me, I don't feel like this is the end um, because if they knew that this wasn't coming back, and they weren't talking about it, that could be seen as deliberately misleading consumers that could be buying the game. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, it's free on Game Pass, but people could still buy the game um, and then have no servers. But then they know that they're not going to come back on. So I feel like this is like, a, oh, shit, either someone's done yeah. them dirty, like they've got access, like when it's gone to Xbox, someone's got access to some form of back-end code and gone, ha-ha, <laughs> pull plug, yoink, uh, maliciously. Or in moving to Xbox, it's just gone. They've they've broke something. Fucking one of the servers in the back of the fucking uh, suites on fire, and they've not even realised. Shit, there's an extra seventeen million people coming onto this console. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> maybe maybe something like that. Maybe nothing like that. But I feel like I feel like it has to be coming back because if they know that the servers aren't coming back and they're saying they don't know, that's bad practice. Yeah. So I feel like the servers will come back. It's just awkward that you give a game that was already successful, fifteen million players on a game. 
15 million players on a shooter game in an air, a genre that's massively saturated as well. Go back to 2019. That was peak Call of Duty. Uh, that was it wasn't quite was on them, was it? Or maybe it was. I was thinking 2019 was still Blackout-y kind of time. I can't quite remember. Um, but you've got Blackout doing bits, PUBG doing bits. Uh, you've got uh, Firestorm's going to come in and change the Battle Royale genre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, we had all sorts. Of, so to get 15 million players in that period of time, it was doing well. It's a good game within itself. Obviously, it's not flaw. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not flawless. Yeah. Um, but to bring that and then to just have the servers drop out, that's a little bit awkward. So I bet someone at Ubisoft's like, what the fuck? Or I yeah. bet they know what it is, but it's one of those where support air quotes don't know what it is which is a the developers probably know what it is and they're just like yeah this is going to be six weeks until we can figure this shit out it we need to change the way something is coded which is going to take a couple of weeks to code that shit in yeah. we need to go through some front end to get xbox to put out a patch which will then make it work and something like that i don't know yeah it's it, it, it re-downloaded it after we was after we watched me playing it yesterday not in terms of what is it we wanted. We have arranged to be able to play the game together at some point, um, but that obviously isn't in the yeah. That's, that obviously isn't in the plans anymore because we can't. Um, but he downloaded it and he was just in the chat typing away as I was playing it as well, saying he forgot how fun this game was. You like just said no and not had Ubisoft taken offline. You could have. Yeah, said, I had a word with up. Ubi. I was like, yeah, I don't play with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, do me a service here. Uh, I mean, fucking me, stop Tito playing. Bully's in the chat. Me, Bully, Lotus, West. We've all carried Tito at times. We've done our service. Bibby goes, fuck this. I'm taking Ubisoft down. <laughs> 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 it's in my skill set. <laughs> Welcome in, Bully. Completed it, mate. Yeah, no, it, I have it. Uh, I, I I have it's not as good. Uh, oh, I have. Oh, you've played it. It's not as good. I I haven't played it in ages, I think, so it's not my fault. I I think you meant. Uh, did you mean Breakpoint by that? Yeah, I have it. Exactly. It's not as good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I think it was it Tito that said that. Like Breakpoint was more th- that Ubisoft trap of like three three two to three years ago, where they were like live service. Do we need live mm-hmm. service? Let's make it live service and just just shit all over what was potentially yeah. a great game design. So Wildlands could have been something decent, uh, and it just it just break pointed after that, which was just just disappointing, just disappointed. But Ubisofts have cancelled a shitload of things, like we said previously. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they understand that just chasing cash doesn't lead to cash. Chasing quality leads to cash uh, and hopefully they're aware of that now mm. so we will get something fit correct breakpoint equals have it not as good just same 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 yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> chasing uh, cash makes your games ass there you go <laughs> you ass off that's what we'll change the name to when mm. we release one of those no we won't ubisoft don't don't sue us we, we, i know <laughs> just just in case you wonder by the way ubisoft baby didn't actually take your servers down or did you bib dun 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 no comment your honor uh, so yeah, there you go. That's it. Let me give you a little bit of a recap of the stories from today. FIFA 23. EA has revealed some new match day experience stuff that is coming to the game. Some of it could be cool, uh, but some of it could just be not enough for other people, depending on who you are. Uh, have a look. Let us know what you think. Uh, we will keep covering that until it's released, I assume, next month. Did we get did we get released it? We did. September 30th. Next month. Nice. Uh, then we spoke about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Um, the beta is coming out next month. Interesting, one thing that I meant to say but didn't mention is that PlayStation, we're talking about how... I mean, you touched on it when we spoke about it. PlayStation doesn't want Xbox to own Call of Duty exclusively because it'll be bad for them. And it will <laughs> it will influence people's choice of consoles. Yet Call of Duty beta comes out exclusively for a little uh, period <laughs> on PlayStation for both uh, fucking betas. Nice, great. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Actually, it was the first one is exclusive, and then the second one was open. But they come out to those that pre-ordered early. That was it. Just, just to edit my quote. But still, some PlayStation exclusivity in there. But they don't want Xbox to have exclusive ownership. Cake mm-hmm. and eat it. Nice. Uh, does it say not as I do? PUBG devs is creating an ambitious new game called The Bird That Drinks Tears. Microsoft is freeing up space on the Xbox Series S to improve graphical performance, and Ubisoft doesn't know when Ghost Recon Wildland servers will be fixed, but I I anticipate about seven minutes after Bibby gives up trying to stream it with Tido. Just just coincidentally. <laughs> oh, I've given up now. Let's play something else. Oh, the servers are back online. Oh, no. Sorry, Tido. We just uninstalled it, mate. Oh. So, yeah. Yikes. 
Uh, yeah, I wouldn't get your hopes up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I haven't played Wildlands for ages, so I can't. Uh, I kind of blame uh, me for the server issues. No, no, we blame him. Bully. It's definitely Bully's fault. No, it's, it's somewhere between Bully and Bibby. Just, I mean, they both like shit. Tito might be playing. <laughs> Fucking unplug. Yubi Tower. Sorry, Tito. I can't. I can't help it. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, for now, we are going to disappear. Thank you, everyone, that dropped in for today's stream. Uh, it's a pleasure, as always, to have you in the stream. We will be back on Wednesday. Uh, no stream tomorrow. I am in the office, but Bibby isn't, and you know that Bibby does all the work. I just sit here and make it look good. So, so yeah, without without Bibby, this shit don't fly. So, yeah, there will be no stream tomorrow at all. Not even a 4 or 5 p.m. one like we've got today. So do feel mm -hmm. free to uh, go check out some of the other homies on Twitch in that time. Uh, as mentioned, we will be back Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday, bringing you some scoops leading up to the community meetup on Saturday, where Bully will be in attendance. Hey. Don't, don't be unplugging things on Saturday, hey. Bully. You've already taken one server down. No more, please, mate. All right. Nice one. Before that happens, though, Mr. Bibb, is there anything you'd like to add? Yes, again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have helped shape this show and joining in, even if it is going live after 4 p.m. today. Um, but if you want to help shape the remaining shows this week, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, go to the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there for you. But all we need from you is a URL. Plus your false impressions. We will give you our false impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time on Wednesday, Mr. Graham Day? Uh, well, that will be... At 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. I mean, we went live at, at well, we, we opened up the uh, the stream at one minute past four today. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a little bit like that. Yeah, so ish, ish. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. That's it, though. Have yourselves a beautiful day. Stick around. We will drop a little bit of a raid on, on one of our friends if anybody's live. Until then, have yourselves a beautiful day. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.